welcome to an episode of Quincy Talks where I take a conversation I had with a with an individual that I thought was powerful, impactful, or valuable, and uh, we break it down and reshare it here on Perfect Soccer Radio. Some conversations are recent, some are conversations from the past, but regardless, these are conversations we believe are valuable in their own ways to everybody at different points in time in their process. If you listen to this episode and you learn or gain anything of value or gain any insights, we'd love for you to reach out to us and let you let us know what you've learned as well as leave a comment or a review on the podcast or platform that you're currently listening. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. What's up, Ryan? Welcome guys to the live. How are you? Happy Wednesday. Hope you guys are doing well. Kick it off. If you guys have any questions, go ahead and ask them. I'll get to them as soon as they pop up or try to reach all of them, depending how quickly they come in. Uh, for those of you who do, do not recognize me or don't know me, I'm Ryan Mash. I am a head of the uh, Beat Bro division here at Perfect Soccer, uh, where we do all sorts of training and mentorship type stuff. So if you're interested in doing that, uh, working with us directly, uh, you can head over to perfectsoccerskills.com backslash bpro and get involved with us there. Um, we have an application process because we are still playing or um, are looking to work with players that are really committed to their own development and, and reaching that next level, whatever it may be, whether it's... Uh, the academy or the high school team or uh, making their way into college um, and even to, into the pro level. So yeah, if you're wanting to work with us, head over to that uh, application at perfectsoccerskills.com backslash bpro and submit your application. We'll review it and get back to you within a few days and move on from there. Yeah. Welcome you guys that are just joining. Harris, my favorite soccer team. Uh, I'm, I've been a United fan for a long time. Um, that's I get a lot of grief from my friends, though, because I wasn't one to watch a lot of games or anything like that. I much more enjoyed the playing side than sitting down and watching games, but I learned the value of watching games much later on um, just from breaking down formations and... Uh, understanding your opponents and from a personal standpoint of watching film to of, of your own games to recognize the things that you were doing and compare them to the things that you were thinking you were doing versus uh, what the footage actually actually showed and, and what you were doing so useful tools there um, but yeah United's my team I'm excited that there's potentially swap deal going on with Dybala and Lukaku so it should be exciting to see how that turns out how do I prepare for games great question uh, every player has a different routine or uh, things that they like to do before a game for me I like to make sure that I'm in the locker room training room uh, extra early um, getting my body time to warm up properly um, Especially with my injury history, that's it's a difficult thing. Uh, so for me, mentally, it's 
I'd like to have my body prepared and go into into any games or training feeling like I'm I've prepared myself well and and doing what I can to remain injury free uh, always now. So that's definitely something that I wish I had learned or uh, taken better responsibility for at a younger age. And I think that now you see, even in the locker room now, I see the older guys, the veteran guys, uh, more experienced guys, even young guys with more experience doing activation work and injury prevention stuff before they step on the field. And it's little things like that that go a long way in your the longevity of your career. Um, yeah, mentally, on the mental side, I would say those two go hand in hand. When I'm doing the physical side, I know I'm preparing myself, so I'm in a better state of mind, and I know that I'm ready. Ryan, yes, I am. Uh, I wasn't at Harker yesterday. I was at Creekside, but I'm coaching uh, both on the Thorn side. I have an 09 girls team as well as an 03 boys team with force. Harris asked, how do I train before a game? I like to keep all of my training short and sharp. Um, high intensity with everything you do when you step on the pitch uh, you should be when you're doing anything really um, but especially with with training and things you should be going 100% in everything that you're doing um, there's okay occasions like recovery and things like that that you're maybe not going uh, full speed and things like that but you're giving a hundred percent effort in everything that you're doing. Uh, there's that small distinction there that makes a big difference of not everything needing to be a hundred miles an hour, right? But you're giving a hundred percent effort in everything that you're doing. So you're doing everything to the best of your ability, whether whatever it is that you're working on on the day. So some coaches like to do just like a finishing session the day before match and keep that sharp so there your focus would be on putting the ball in the back of the net um, giving your 100 percent effort in that uh, 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 let's see when does all the oakland stuff begin so we've already started with oakland uh today we did some fitness testing which is always the good start to the season um, not particularly fun uh, like Quincy and I Quincy more so uh, expresses on here that his lack of love for running I guess but knowing it's necessary uh, and necessary aspect of the game um, so yeah there's there's definitely some things that we're gonna need to get through at the beginning um, but it's an exciting time with the club um, to be a part of this I guess inaugural season uh, getting things going and being a part of this group it's uh, some of you guys might recognize a few of the names excuse me uh, on our roster if you take a look at it um, including Benji Hoya who if you guys have the perfect soccer skills Academy you will see on there with the videos with uh, Quincy and Ross 
Benji's in there when they were together with Chicago. And then uh, also Victor Bernardes, who is Quincy's former teammate here at San Jose. Um, and then there's also just a, a great group of guys that are, are brought into this Oakland team. So it's an exciting, uh, exciting time for sports in the Bay Area, especially as the Warriors and the Raiders are exiting Oakland uh, and soccer is coming in. So I'm excited. We'll see where it goes. Um, we have, I think, four games this fall, four home games this fall. Uh, yeah, should be good. Harris, you're a Man U fan too. I love to hear that. Uh, I think Dybala joining is exciting for us. Uh, for him, I think he's been with Juve for a while and it's been a good spot for him. A change in scenery for his career might be good. And yeah, I'm excited for what he can. I like him as a player a lot. Um, so I'm excited for what he can bring to the squad. Um, I w my question is if Ronaldo had some influence in that. Uh, but I have no idea. Kevin Hampton, I think. Kevin asked about uh, my current team, Oakland Roots. Yeah, so it's... Uh, a new new team in a new league so we're actually playing in third tier of the US tier system uh, so it'd be MLS USL Championship USL 1 and my league is called NISA uh, or NISA um, yeah so it's it's all somewhat in the the startup stages right but it's exciting to be within this group i think they're they're doing everything right um with how they're building it out uh great people around the organization and yeah just an exciting time to be within this group especially considering i wasn't sure if i was going to be playing again obviously i was moving towards the coaching side but i love to extend my my playing career as long as possible um and to have it here in the Bay Area, uh, right in my backyard of where I grew up, I think that it's an amazing opportunity. I get to work with some amazing people um, from players that have World Cup experience all the way down to academy players that are, are being brought up in, into the squad. So the whole, the whole system with what they've got going on and just what they represent, I think, is an amazing um organization and yeah the people around it are are equally as as amazing and uh i'm excited to see where it goes and how we do this season i think everyone's super excited to get out on the pitch and and show everyone that we're out here to compete and and bring uh, a high level of soccer to the bay um, in addition to the quakes here in the south bay Harris, you have trials for Arsenal. That's awesome to hear, dude. Um, my 
biggest recommendation, recommend, recommendation, geez, I can't even speak right now, tired from fitness testing, uh, biggest recommendation for going on trial is uh, making sure that you're having fun with it, right, you still, enjoying it is a better way of saying that, not having fun with it, uh, enjoy what you're doing, um, I think your personality shows out more on the field when you're enjoying what you're doing, if you're taking things too seriously, things are kind of hindered a little bit or masked. Um, obviously, there's things you can do to, to stand out more in trial situations like taking players on, taking your chances. Um, but I think that coaches pick up on players that are, are thinking, um, especially at those uh, big of academies and uh, big of teams across the world. Um, players that are doing the right things, making good decisions on the fields, stand out much more than players that are just in it for themselves uh, the entire time. Um, to some extent, you need to show your ability by taking players on and taking your chances, but right, you need to also do the right things, make, make right decisions for your team and on the field of what you're doing. Uh-oh. There's way too many Gunner fans on here. Not that I don't appreciate you you joining the lives, but uh, all of my friends around me are Arsenal fans as well, so I'm used to it, I guess. Yeah, U.S. soccer is always changing with the leagues. Some leagues sanctionings, uh, new leagues trying to get sanctioning from the U.S. Soccer Federation, and current leagues developing. Um, I th I thought it was really exciting when the USL announced that they had the different levels of USL championship, League One, League Two kind of thing, uh, because in my mind and some of the press releases that they let out suggested that they were going to be moving towards a promotion relegation system which is not typical of the u.s right so um kind of leaning towards the rest of the world or especially the european side of promotion relegation um would be exciting to see in u.s soccer i think it would disrupt a lot of things that they have going on right here but if they do it properly and uh I think that it could be a great thing. Um, I much personally much prefer that system of promotion relegation uh, simply because it it's it provides motivations to teams to actually win um, when there's something on at the end of the season that's on the line, whether it's uh, you're in a lower league and on the brink of breaking into the higher league or if you're in the higher league and at the bottom of the table you have something to fight for um not that i think that teams at the end of seasons here currently without the promotion relegation system like don't give 100 percent or don't care about the wins towards the end of the season but it's a little something extra um yeah but i'm interested to see to see where those leagues go as well, and just how soccer develops here in the U.S. Uh, throughout the years. 
things have already drastically changed within the last 10, 15 years. So, um, yeah, should be exciting. Welcome all of you guys that have just joined. If you guys have any questions, feel free to drop them in the comments and I can get to them. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Ryan Mash, general manager of B Pro, uh, the B Pro division here at Perfect Soccer, um, where we do training programs, uh, mentorship, all that kind of stuff. So if you're looking to work with us individually, um, working towards your individual goals and getting to where you want to be, go ahead and submit your application from perfectsoccerskills.com backslash bpro. I'll actually type that out for you right now, just so you have it. Perfect soccer skills. There you go. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this name, I'm sorry. Zybachin. Yeah, definitely mispronounced that, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Ryan Mash. I'm the general manager of B Pro here at Perfect Soccer. Uh, I grew up playing with Mark Pelosi and through the national teams and things like that. Uh, I've, I've trained with Pelosi and Quincy while they were playing with San Jose as well, and then I uh, got brought on to the Perfect Soccer team to uh, head the B-Pro division uh, that we set up training and mentorship for you guys, um, people that are willing or wanting to work with us directly to reach their goals and get to the next level. So that link that I just dropped is where you can apply to work with us directly. Thank you, Harris. Good luck with your trials. I hope you do well, man. Yeah, I have time for a couple more questions. If you guys have anything, feel free to drop them into the comment section and I'll get to them. Welcome to the live, guys. How's it going? Thanks for joining in. If you guys are just joining, feel free to drop some questions in the comment section and I can answer them as they come in. When I do ball mastery drills, do you put your head? Uh, can you clarify that? What do you mean? What am I doing with my head? Picking my head up, keeping my head down. So it depends on the drill, I guess. Uh, if I'm focusing on getting my head up to, to see what's around me on the fields, then I'll pick my head up. Uh, generally, you want to try to keep your head up and be able to have the feet at your, the ball at your feet without having to look at it, right? Um, that's part of ball mastery is that it becomes muscle reflex to know where the ball is, know the weight of your touch um, in game situations so that when you have pressure on you when you have to do things at pace 
you don't have to be looking down at your feet to see what you're doing with the ball. You can have your head up, scanning the fields, and knowing what you're going to do with the ball next. So there's some of some of both with that, right? So if you're working on ball mastery things that you've never worked on before, you're gonna your tendency is going to be to have your head down, um, and as your technique with the, that ball mastery skill or drill um, improves, then you start to slowly pick your head up and focus more on the awareness. But for me, when I'm working with players that are just learning a new skill or something like that, I usually have them concentrating on technique first, right? And then gradually build it into the awareness aspect. Um, it's good to have both, right? If players pick up on things really quickly, then, and I recognize that in the player, then I'll have them do that early on. And while they're working on their technique to refine their technique, I'm also having them uh, integrate the awareness aspect. Um, but it's, it's good to, to incorporate the awareness aspect right away too, on some cases, right? Because um, then you're immediately forced to have good technique. If you, if you don't have good technique, your head's gonna drop down and you're gonna have to find the ball anyways. Um, so yeah, I think that answers your question. If it doesn't, ask away. Joe asked if it's better to be a well, a more well-rounded player in multiple positions or sticking to one position and mastering it. So I think as a complete player, you should for sure know the responsibilities of every position so that if you are put in that position, you are able to execute on everything you need to do in order to do well in that position. So from that standpoint, I think it's much better to be a well-rounded um, player and that will give you much more opportunity throughout your career to, to play at different levels um, if you are able to play in multiple positions. Like for instance, every, a lot of players want to play center mid, but that's one of the most difficult positions to break into. Um, just because it is it, it demands a lot there's a ton of players that will play there um, and oftentimes there's better players that clubs will look to buy rather than developing in that position um, so if you are able to play multiple positions you give yourself a better chance of breaking into lines uh, starting positions uh, higher clubs whatever it may be um, but that doesn't take away from uh, having a primary position, right? So if you master a position, if that's where you're playing most of the time, that's great. Continue to work on the things that you need to do to to solidify your position uh, there. Uh, does that answer your question, Joe? When I look over my shoulder to scan, what should I look out for first? So when you're scanning, you're looking for all of those things. Uh, first, you need to know that you have time on the ball. So in that case, 
I guess partly it's where the opponent is and where the space is. Those two things kind of go hand in hand. So it's it's one of those two that you're looking for first. Uh, positionally with your teammates, if you guys have trained as a team and you're receiving the ball within your position and you've gone over team tactics and what you're trying to do, you should already have a general idea of where your teammates are or should be, right? So when you're scanning, um, you should generally have that information already. So I would say when you're scanning, you're looking for the space in opponents. That's the first thing. Um, but uh, the opponent or the teammate side, sorry, is also a big piece of communication within your team, right? So your teammate should be feeding you useful information for you to use. Soccer becomes so much more simple when you guys are talking. When your teammates are giving you information, you're giving your teammates information, uh, specific information. Let me clarify that. So if I'm receiving the ball with my back to our attacking goal and I have a man on, my teammate should be telling me man on. If I have time to turn, they should be telling me to turn. Um, the, you should be looking and, and scanning for those things too, but communication verifies those things or lets you know something that you didn't see. So if my, I'm, I'm a defensive mid receiving the ball from my center back, they're looking out on the field and they can see much more of the field than I can. Right? So the information coming from your teammates should be there as well. That's a big piece that I work on my players with is get in the habit of always talking, giving useful information to your teammates. If you're a right back, when should I stretch the pitch when our team is in possession? That depends on your team tactics. That's, that is your coach's responsibility to let you know what that is. And if you don't know, you should ask your coach. But in general, you should be tucked in as the weak side back, right? And then as the ball swinging across, you're opening up and stretching the pitch. It depends where the ball is on the field. Um, yeah. But in general, that's a, that's a great question to ask your coach. That shows initiative from you in trying to understand your role within the team. I think he or she would appreciate you asking that and getting clarification on it. Uh, before training or before you go over tactics or during team tactic conversations to let him know that you are trying to better understand your role and that you're working to improve within his system, his or her system. All right, that's all I have for today. Sorry if I didn't get to your question. Sorry if I didn't say hi to you, but thank you all for joining the live today. I appreciate your guys's uh interest in and comments in here so uh 
Thank you for joining again. If you guys are wanting to work with us directly, head over to the link that I dropped up uh, up in the comment section above. It's perfectsoccerskills.com backslash bpro. Uh, yeah, I'll see you guys soon. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day and week. And yeah, talk to you soon. If you listen to this episode and you learn or gain anything of value or gain any insights, we'd love for you to reach out to us and let, you, let us know what you've learned as well as leave a comment or a review on the podcast or platform that you're currently listening. Thanks again.